Hello, and welcome to the Seattle Coffee Gear Podcast. I'm your host, Pat, and joining me this episode is Jake. How's it going, Jake? Hey, Pat. It's going good. How about yourself? Pretty good. I'm glad to have you here. Last time around, I just kind of uh, flew solo because it's fun every now and then, but mm-hmm. it's always much better when you have somebody else to talk to. So, yeah. Um, I am tired, I think. Because we are in November, and I'm sure that everybody is tired at this point, regardless of whether they work at places that sell things for a living or not. <laughs> yeah, November really snuck up on me, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a good October, but uh, now that it's gone, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wishing we could go back, because uh, I'm already uh, exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's probably just going to continue until maybe, hope maybe early December I'll be able to get all of my shopping and everything done with enough time that I can just enjoy the last month of the year uh, before it rolls over. Yeah, me too. Me too. I usually, I'm a bad shopper. I, I usually do it just a couple weeks before, but this week, this year, I think I need to do it a little bit earlier. Yeah. I mean, if you, if we keep talking about it, this was not my intention to make it this a plug, but uh, you know, if you, I have a package that's coming, for example, that's for me, it's not even a gift and it shipped yesterday and then immediately registered as delayed this morning like the not 12 hours after it shipped so shipping is wild right now and uh if you want to get physical things for people then yeah you definitely need to to uh to get get those orders in early uh and um usually i do get people coffee gifts so i (laughs) do the thing we're here to talk about uh so i should probably get on that all right, so this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, gifting again. I know I talked about last week some stuff. I rambled for 20 minutes last week about some stuff you could get people if they're new to coffee and they haven't gotten into it. But this week, we're going to talk about um, the sort of gifts you can get for people that are already into it, maybe already have an idea of stuff that they like. But these are some ideas that, that we had that are um, going to help them sort of either try something new or take the coffee to the next level or something um, just to sort of freshen up uh, their morning routine and their morning cup of coffee. Uh, So it's fun stuff largely. And then some bigger things that uh, you might, they might be more like a family gift rather than something you would get a friend. But either way, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Before we get into that, is there any coffee related stuff you're excited about this week jake well it's it's that time of year for holiday blends to come back Mm -hmm. and i have been drinking at home ladro's fireside which is like a really classic profile blend um it's usually the first blend that comes out of the year for our roasters and it's just warm and cozy and it's nice to to sit down you know in a warm house reading a book uh drinking that oh yeah type of stuff yeah definitely i am i haven't I don't even know if I've had Fireside yet this year, but um, I'm excited for all of those roasts, and I'm going to kind of build my own little sampler pack, I think, a bunch of different holiday roasts uh, this year to try out. Uh, and I'm sure that we're going to... I was planning on talking, having an episode of the the podcast, uh, whether it is with you or might tag in Ariel to see if she wants to talk a little bit about some coffees. We'll see. Um but we're definitely going to cover some of the holiday roasts that we have coming in as soon as we get a few more of them on the shelf to chat about. So I'm excited about those too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so we can jump into talking a little bit about these 
gift upgrade ideas. And the first one that came to mind for me when I was thinking about like, what would I get somebody who I know likes coffee? And it actually, when I, when it occurred to me, I was kind of like, oh man, I should actually do this <laughs> more than just talk about it on the podcast. I should get a couple of people, one of these, and that's the AeroPress Go, which is a very nifty little device. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically the newest iteration of the AeroPress. It's not it doesn't replace AeroPress, but it's it's more compact, um, yeah. and it and it does a great job. You know, if if someone that you like or if someone that you know uh, likes coffee and sometimes they occasionally go camping or they just you know don't have a lot of space, it's probably the best little brewer that you can find uh, that would pack up into. It's not even you know five inches long once it's all packed up. It's, it's yeah, it basically takes up the same amount of room as like a mason jar, mm-hmm. um, if that. And I think this kind of extends to the regular AeroPress too. If you know somebody who hasn't hasn't ever tried an AeroPress, and you like the, you think they might like the the form factor of that more, they're they make very similar um, drinks because they're basically the same thing. The AeroPress Go is just a little smaller. But because of the size that you're that you tend to make with the AeroPress, you don't really need a bigger one. So it's not like you're really sacrificing much for the AeroPress Go. Maybe just a little bit of like leverage since it's a smaller thing. But if if you haven't seen one of these, basically it's a press like you would expect. But it, the way it plunges it is a lot different than a traditional French press. Uh, it actually uses a little filter in the bottom of the chamber that helps to filter out any grounds and grit. And then you press down from the top and instead of like immersion brewing and then pressing and then having the water just kind of come up through a mesh filter that then, and then you've got your your pot, you're actually pushing the water through the grounds after they've uh, steeped for a, a few minutes. And then um, it's pushing it through the grounds and the filter into the cup. So. It's subtle difference, but it's makes it's quite a bit different flavor wise from a from a regular press. Yeah, yeah, I've always found that an AeroPress makes a, a really easy, easily good cup of coffee. It's always going to be a great cup, no matter what. Yeah, they're very smooth and generally pretty balanced. And I don't want to say light because that makes it sound like there's not a lot of flavor, but it's like the it's they're they're not. Um, too intense and they tend it tends to help counteract any more bitter notes in a coffee whether it's correcting for like grind size or flavor or whatever um or for uh, water temperature you can usually get a more balanced cup even if some of your parameters are off which is part of why it's really good for travel because you don't always have the cleanest like stuff you may not have the best you may have you may be working with a pre-ground coffee or or hot water that's not exactly the right temperature or whatever but it also is good for a kitchen counter too i think i've had plenty of good aero presses just made at home too yeah definitely super versatile brewer nobody yeah. would be uh, or everybody would be happy with one of these in their house for sure and pretty affordable too uh it's definitely in that you can gift it to a friend kind of range yeah i think uh unlike some of the stuff that we'll talk about but we'll, we'll get into that too um Another one that I think is more for people who you know really like pour over, uh, the Espro Bloom is a pour over um, dripper, basically, I guess, that is what you call it, um, that I think is pretty neat. It's uh, from, I, I'm not necessarily like 
this is a revolution in flavor for pour over, but I know some people who have been really, really thrilled by it. And I do think it's a cool sort of alternative dripper. If you know someone who already likes pour over and already has a dripper and might want to try something new. Yeah. Yeah. The bloom is, is definitely a unique one just because you can use it with or without filters uh, because there's like a fine mesh pattern at the bottom, but mm-hmm. I recommend it with filters. So if you're purchasing one, you know, make sure to grab an extra pack of filters because it does make a much cleaner cup and the shape is unique. It's kind of almost like tulip shaped. Do you think that would be a good? Yeah, that's yeah. a way to describe it for sure. Yeah, it's it's not the traditional standard cone. Espro has really put a lot of thought into the design to make yeah. it uh, kind of a new experience while still being familiar. There's ridges on the edge to prevent the what happens when the filter locks the edge and it causes like an airlock, so that can't happen on the yeah. bloom, which is nice. And the resulting cup of coffee, it's it's I think it's almost easier than a cone brewer to get a good cup of coffee out of it. I, I think so, yeah. And it's it's got a flat bottom, which is um like like you're saying, like diff- the way it differs mainly from a cone is it's sort of a little bit more like a basket filter and it almost creates a more balanced flavor than you get from a cone dripper, I think, because the extraction tends to be more even because mm-hmm. the coffee bed is kind of more flat um, instead of being that cone shape. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's good. It's it, it almost kind of like the AeroPress, it almost corrects for some inconsistencies in technique, uh, but it doesn't. it's also just really good on its own, even if you are really good at making pour over. I think it's just kind of a cool, fun alternative dripper to try. And if you're into pour over, it's always fun to have multiple drippers around because you can see how different um, dripper profiles affect the flavor of the coffee once you account for the other uh, the other elements. Definitely. It's it's for sure one to try if, if you know you have a friend that enjoys pour overs and wants something a little different. Yeah. Uh, on the, the slightly more expensive side, uh, and by slightly I mean very, but hey, this is like the upgrade that if somebody wanted to sh- get me price for no object and wanted to get me the perfect upgrade for my home setup. The uh, fellow ode is a really cool grinder that is going to be a really good one for your like pour overs, press all your slow brewing. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's pretty expensive, but it's the kind of thing you could definitely swing if you went in on like a group gift with a group of people. And, uh, it's a coffee grinder that has things like, uh, single dosing so you weigh your beans out ahead of time and pour them in um when you start it it has an automatic stop so it just senses when all the beans are ground and then it stops um big easy to use grinder adjust it has a magnetic catch bin that locks into place so it helps prevent mess it's got a little knocker on it that can help you knock out any retained grounds it's just overall a really and then of course it performs really well too so it's overall just a really really solid pour over and uh slow brew grinder that gives you a lot of uh, bells and whistles, I guess, more than you tend to see on these kinds of grinders. Yeah, yeah, and if you have like a, I've always thought this would be a great gift for if you have a techie friend that also loves coffee. Yeah. It just seems like that would fit right on their countertop because it is. For sure. It's the pinnacle of all those little technologies that make it really easy to use and it performs super well for what it is. Yeah, and it's, I love, it looks like it's designed to sit next to a technovorm, which is kind of fun too. Yeah. Uh, the way that it's got the, like the, the, the kind of round part. Uh, so it's, it's definitely like a bold looking grinder that I think looks really cool. And, uh, it's sort of the, unless you want to go, the only other grinders that I think are more, 
um, featured or, or, or more more special for pour over or whatever would be like the Eureka minion grinders tend to they have uh, stepless adjusts. So those kind of are the are a separate thing than the ode because you're going to be able to like dial them in really precisely and then get very specific flavors out of pour over. But if you want to go the stepped route, I don't think there's a stepped grinder that I would say is like more fully featured than the ode. So that's kind of a cool uh, idea if you know someone who's crazy about pour over and wants something that's to, that's going to like sort of be the pinnacle of their grinding for uh, for for home pour over making for sure. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of kind of larger gifts that you would want to group up on, and speaking of Technivorm, the Technivorm Mocha Master Select is one of my favorite products from this year, uh, and I think it's a really good option for anybody that you know who already likes drip brewing. Maybe they have like a cheap drip brewer and a pour over setup, and um, like a burr grinder, a good a good solid basic burr grinder like the Scala or something and they want to get a little bit more out of their drip brewing the technivore mocha master select i think is a really solid choice too yeah me too it, it offers you know that same traditional technivore reliability so it's going to be it's probably going to be one of the last drip brewers that this person will ever need to own because it yeah, lasts for sure. so long uh, as well as having a half pot functionality for when you're not feeling you know you don't want 10 whole cups of coffee you know five cup right. pot is great maybe for that second pot in the morning, or if you're just one person, it does a really great job. And it, like all Techniforms, it is consistently going to be really, really tasty coffee. Yeah. Uh, it's it's another one of those gifts that you're going to want to go in with a group on. It's, it's a little on the expensive side for one person to, to pick up for a friend. But uh, it's, yeah, like you say, it's kind of like the last drip brewer that they're ever going to need, as long as they like the way that Technivorm coffee tastes. And this point, I don't know very many people who don't. It's a real. They make really good coffee, and the select just gives you even better options to make the half pot versus the full pot. So, really, really, really good drip brewer. Um, sort of back in the the pour over world for a second. Uh, the Bonavita variable temperature gooseneck kettle is something that I thought of when I was thinking of ideas for people because I feel like a lot of people who are into pour over still don't have a gooseneck kettle or they don't have a gooseneck kettle that's like electric that they can set the temperature on. Mm -hmm. So um, I think something like this is a really good way to improve people's pour over game. Yeah. Yeah. And not only pour over uh, a variable temperature kettle, if you're someone that makes lots of hot beverages is a wonderful tool to have. I use mine almost every day. You know, if you're doing pour overs, it's great to pull out different flavor nuances at different temperatures. But if you make tea, you know, you don't want to scorch yeah. your tea and you can set it at 170 for some more delicate teas or 185 or all the way up to, you know, boiling, depending on what you're making. And the variable temp makes a huge difference when you're brewing coffee or anything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I kind of pulled the Bonavita one because it's one that I like, uh, but there's a lot of different great variable temp gooseneck kettles. Anything you find on Seattle Coffee Gear or something, we're going to recommend so um check that out that's maybe something you could split with somebody else as a gift the the bonavita one isn't too terribly expensive so um it works i think in that capacity pretty well yeah. um moving on to espresso so i had a few ideas for espresso and actually i should i should add one too because this is another one that i think is pretty cool uh but first i want to uh talk about the soulless perfetta barista perfetta which is 
we talk about it a lot in the context of it's a great first espresso machine, but I think what sometimes we don't think about all the time and maybe other espresso enthusiasts don't think about all the time is a lot of times when people think of getting an espresso machine, they think of getting a like $200, very affordable, like um, whether it's a very affordable DeLonghi or something a little cheaper that, that is maybe more of a like generic brand, but machines that purport to be espresso machines, but that are kind of not really <laughs> actually operating under espresso parameters. Like maybe they're pumping hot water through a porta filter, but maybe the porta filter is plastic and maybe the water is actually way too hot and you know, it's hard to know. So I think that for people like that, who I don't want to sound mean, but people who think that they're getting espresso from their setup, if you know somebody like that and you have so, if like, you know, 10 or so people to go in on for a gift that's a little more expensive, the Solus Barista Profeta is going to change somebody like that's world, I think, because it's like a real espresso machine. It's it's making like real shots. Yeah. And you have the ability to, to track those shots. What a lot of the more inexpensive machines lack is like a pressure gauge and the Profeta has one that's boldly displayed on the front. Um, so you can keep track of how your shot is doing. You know, you can adjust the temperature. It's with, because it does have pressurized baskets, it's relatively easy to start off with. And then, you know, if if the uh, recipient has a nice grinder or wants to get a nice grinder, they can start using the unpressurized baskets. But it's just one of those machines that once you learn it and once you dial it in, yeah, the the quality of drink is going to be wildly different than some of those smaller um, pump-driven machines. Yeah, yeah. Um, And sort of on that note, too, if they are somebody who has a already, this is the kind of gift that I included it because I think it's a really good, um, it's a really great machine, but this is the kind of gift that you might be looking at more as something to get for your family or for like a significant other or something like that. Um, But the Rocket Apartamento espresso machine uh, is a really, really high performance like we, we call it like prosumer level espresso machine that it's definitely um, much more expensive than something like the Perfetta but it does that sort of thing for if you know someone who is working with something like a Perfetta or um, like maybe like a Breville Barista Express or something and you want to get them something that's going to sort of overhaul their espresso once again then the Rocket Apartamento is a good option for for that like very large gift I think yeah, yeah, and it looks great on the countertop. It's it's oh beautiful, once, yeah. Once you get up into those prosumer machines, it's really a statement piece for your for your kitchen or wherever you have it, your office or what yep. have you. Yep, and it's a heat exchanger. So if there's somebody who uses their espresso machine and is like trying to do it with any kind of speed, you can steam and, and brew at the same time with an apartamento because it, it's got a sort of a a separate um, tube, I guess that I would say that's 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 carrying the hot uh, water for steam. Uh, and it's just going to be, again, kind of like that Technovorm, uh, it's, it's going to be something that they have for a very long time. Like maybe not the last machine they ever buy, but certainly one that's going to be on their counter for many, many years. So, uh, it is a great option in that respect. Uh, on the super auto side, I just wanted to hit one super auto. We talked a little bit about the Karina last time, uh, cause the Philips Karina is a really good sort of starter super automatic. If you know someone who is. Super autos are kind of interesting because generally I wouldn't push people to upgrade 
because they tend to be a little less long lasting than something like a prosumer semi-automatic machine just because they have more moving parts. So I would say, you know, if you have a super auto that's three or four years old, you're probably going to be able to get another few years out of it at least. But then at that point, maybe look at upgrades. But if you know someone who is in that position, there's a lot of people who have Seiko machines from, you know, six, seven, eight years ago who are in the process of looking at at replacements and upgrades. The Philips 4300 Latte Go is kind of a nice way to go from that simple basic super auto experience to something a little more premium and full featured because it has the automatic milk steaming and it has the screen based interface and stuff. So you can get a little more customization out of your drinks for somebody who has, it's also a good upgrade from something like a Nespresso machine if they have like a a cheaper Nespresso machine and like the automatic nature of that, but want something a little more um, extensive in terms of its customization and options. Definitely, definitely. I, I've always liked that the Philips line is really intuitive to use, even though they've added more options in the screen. It's still super simple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a really good one if you are looking for something the more automatic route. It's another one that's fairly expensive. It's sort of in between the the Perfetta and the, the Apartamento price ranges. So you definitely either are going to be getting that for somebody very close to you or with a larger group or something. Uh, and then the last thing for espresso is uh, the the one that I that I don't know why I didn't think about it earlier, but an Akaya Lunar is pretty expensive for what it is, but that kind of makes it a great gift because um, if you're a serious espresso enthusiast, you probably don't go, oh my gosh, I can't imagine spending this much on a scale. You're probably kind of more like, oh, I'll get it eventually. But if you are somebody who is sort of like if somebody has a Solus Perfetta and they're learning to use it, maybe they got it, you know, earlier this year for as a gift or something. And Akaya Lunar is going to really give them uh, a lot more feedback about their brewing and when they're dialing in shots and stuff. It's going to make that process easier. And it's a great thing for, you know, if you got five or six people to go in with on a gift, then you might be able to to swing it. And uh, it's a really kind of fun nice extra add-on thing for a lot of people that might not think that they would get that much use out of it and then they're getting they're going to be using it with all their shots it's really 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 great scale yeah yeah it really once when the lunar came out um quite a while ago it was really a game changer for the espresso game so yeah we we really like it we have we have some that we use here as well as you know pearls if we're doing pour over but the lunar for espresso makes a world of difference yeah yeah absolutely um, so the last couple of things I wanted to touch on one, all of these big gifts, if it's, if you're talking about the really expensive stuff for somebody, we do have gift certificates, um, which is a really good way to get people closer to those bigger gifts. If you don't have a group of people to go in on, I know that I know a number of people that have wanted something higher end and know that it's kind of unrealistic to get it as a gift by itself, but gift certificates help get you there. And if somebody gets gift certificates from 10 friends, then may, Hey, maybe they have an apartment almost paid for. So you never know. Um, so we have, we do have those available. And then also our kind of recently reworked gift coffee subscription service is really a perfect gift for anybody who likes coffee, I think. Uh, and you know, there's lots of subscription services out there, but a thing that I think I've experienced sometimes when I've gotten those like monthly box things is it's clear that it's a box of stuff that whoever was sending it got kind of on the cheap and then 
com- combined and then sold to me for more than I probably would have paid for the individual items. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's cool about what I love about our gift subscriptions is it's the same kind of coffee that we're tasting and deciding on whether we want to bring it on or not and really heavily curating. We're not just necessarily like we're not just like saying like, well, we can get a bunch of this coffee that tastes bad, but is cheap. And so we'll throw that in the gift subscription box. It's actually going to be really good coffee that we're picking because we like it for these boxes. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to theme it sometimes for the single origin boxes. So sometimes we'll do like an all Ethiopian box or similar flavor profile box every once in a while. So it's exciting to, to get those new coffees, try out something you may not normally choose or have your friend try out something that they may not normally choose and see, you know, if they find a new favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a really good choice for anybody that you have on your list that you're just not quite sure what to get them because it's not like they're going to, you know, worst case, they have more coffee that they can drink and they pass them along to somebody else. You know, it's hard to hard to have too much coffee. Um, So with that, that's going to cover our gift ideas. There's a ton more that we could talk about. I just pulled stuff. We're kind of we're talking about gift giving through most of our content channels. So make sure you go check out the blog and check out uh, our YouTube to see things like our shopping guides and our best ofs and stuff like that. Everything, at the end of the day, everything that we sell is something that we're going to recommend to somebody. But uh, it's nice to get some ideas rather so that you're not just looking at category page after category page for for all of our different products. Um, So thank you so much for joining me, Jake. Yeah, thank you, Pat. And thank you for listening. Um, and remember that, uh, you can, uh, take care of all your coffee needs at seattlecoffeegear.com. Like I said, head over to the blog and the YouTube for, uh, our channel for all of our educational content and informational stuff. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you let us know in a review on your podcast platform of choice and tell a friend, uh, that always helps too. And we will see you next episode with more fun stuff. Thanks. Thanks.